0: Hello everyone, welcome to Hash #Talk. I'm your host Sankalp Shangari and friends call me Sunny. At Hash #Talk, we intend to bring you the latest news, the narratives and interviews with recognized change makers in the field of blockchain and related technologies. These creative personalities share how they are bringing about a change, what prompted them to do so, what are their future plans, their life experiences and tips for all of us to become better at work as well as in this fast-paced life. So let's dive right in. Hi everyone, uh, we have Nishchal Shetty today, a very exciting day. Nishchal is one of our first guests from India, and he is the CEO of Vazirex, uh, one of the leading and most trusted uh, crypto exchanges in, in India. Uh, Nishal has also been a leading voice uh, to bring uh, some positive crypto regulations out of India and very active on on enlightening and and educating the entire crypto industry in India. Uh, Without much ado, let's let's hear directly from from Nishal. Uh, Nishal, welcome. How are you today? Hey, Sankal.
1: I'm good and uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, Good to be here. And... uh, yeah i think uh, you know things are going interesting in the whole crypto space right now globally and it's even more interesting in india so i would love to you know uh, talk more about it and let everyone know what's happening in india and uh, you know we can also discuss crypto in general
0: beautiful excellent mr uh, i i think i think all our listeners would would want to start and and know who is nishchal shethi What's his background? Where is he coming from? And why blockchain? Absolutely. Um, so
1: I have sort of a long history, but I'll keep it short. Um, I, sure. I started out as a software engineer uh, way back in 2007 and uh, worked in a couple of companies. One of them was a startup. And that's when, you know, the whole uh, startup bug, I would say, bit me. And, uh, you know, I wanted to build something on my own. Uh, so I uh, built a social media management product called crowdfire which i launched in uh, 2012 and uh, uh, this really you know uh, went viral when we launched and uh, over the period of the next uh, 5 to 6 years we signed up over 20 million users on crowdfire it was it's a global uh, product so we had users from all around the world using it and uh, uh, that's when how my whole startup journey began Uh, ended up raising two and a half million dollars in capital from VCs and uh, scaling it further, uh, grew the team, and, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it kept growing. Uh, But in between, uh, I don't know how much uh, you guys are in the whole social media space, but uh, companies in the social media space started changing their APIs. And as a social media management product, we were dependent on these APIs from these uh, companies. And when these changes started happening, it started affecting our business. And uh, that's when, you know, for me, uh, a little bit of background. Before this, I had already known about uh, blockchain and crypto. In fact, I had known about Bitcoin way back uh, in the early days, probably late 2009 or 2010. And uh, But I was never, uh, you know, uh, into it. It was more of, I knew the technology, I knew what was happening in the space. In fact, I was one of the early uh, Uses of many of the wallets that exist today, right? Probably in the first few months of their launch, I've used them. Uh, all the popular wallets in the uh, Bitcoin space. Uh, but yeah, so while I knew this uh, when the whole uh, um, API problem started happening with my uh, company, CrowdFire, I realized the whole power that centralization has over uh, you know uh, the ecosystem. And uh, when companies grow big, they their mission changes from uh, you know, uh, being one of collaborative to being more uh, focused on their revenues rather than the ecosystem. And we've seen this play out over the years. Any large company you see, they start with uh, bringing all the developers into an ecosystem and growing themselves and the developers. But when they reach a point where they have to focus on revenues, they uh, sort of forget the developer ecosystem around them. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is where my biggest motivation to get into, you know, blockchain, the whole uh, concept of decentralization at the core uh, emerged. And uh, I've I'd been like, you know, uh, finding ways to get into this. I knew about this and I knew this is next, what we want to do. We didn't have a product or an idea to work on. Then in late uh, 2017, when the whole bull run started, um, uh, I saw a lot of people around me. Uh, investing in uh, crypto in India, and uh, uh, the the biggest problem all of them faced was uh, uh, there was not a I would say a product which gave them easy access to cryptos. It used to take days for people to buy uh, Bitcoin back then uh, using their fiat. So I said, why not uh, build an exchange for the Indian audience with the whole focus being that we'll get you into crypto from fiat within a few minutes not like days and hours and that's how we uh, launched buzzirex and uh, yeah it's been about uh, i would say 17 18 months since we launched and the journey has been uh, uh, i don't know how to put it but i think this is probably the new normal in crypto where uh, every day is uh, different and unexpected stuff comes in from either the government or the ecosystem but nevertheless it's it's a uh, interesting journey until now we've been growing rapidly despite all the uncertainties in India around crypto so yeah uh, that's my journey I think it's
0: it's been a little long the introduction (laughs) no that's that's beautiful Uh, uh, and obviously gives a lot of insight into the man himself Uh, what uh, what all you've been doing for the past and 20 million users that's that's really commendable um, uh, why x The first, first thing that comes to mind, um, when I, when I, when I heard Vazeerax and I keep on hearing Vazeerax, uh, uh, every now and then is is the movie wazir in India. So where, where did this name originate? Yeah.
1: So, uh, the thing is, you know, we, uh, when we were launching this, uh, we, we had some internal working name, uh, you know, as just a crypto exchange or something, we called it internally, uh. We, when we were searching for the name, the first uh, thing that I noticed in the whole crypto ecosystem was that every name started with either a, you know, a bit or, a, you know, a coin or something. So I wanted us to build something, uh, the na- name something differently. Uh, the second uh, requirement was that how how do we, you know, since we were building an exchange and the idea was that this would be the most, uh, the best, I would say, uh, uh, the best uh, product for you to trade in and to enter crypto and to exit. Um, we looked into the whole, um, you know, the, the game of chess. And when you look at it, the most important piece there, which can move any way, any direction is the queen piece. And uh, the queen piece is called bazir in Hindi. That's the language in India. So we said, uh, yeah. if you're building an exchange, we'd rather build it like the queen piece in chess, which can play any move. Because that's what traders and investors want, and that's how we named it Wazir. Uh, and the X stands for
0: exchange, so it became X. Yeah, great, great. And 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 you said you started this 18 months ago. Um, how has the journey been so? so far? You know, we had a
1: very interesting uh, uh, pre-launch. Uh, what happened is before we even uh, uh, completed the building of the initial product. We had just started the whole development. We decided that instead of completing it and then launching, we would do a pre-launch event. So we announced our uh, uh, launch. Uh, you know, We put out a it was a simple blog, uh, a blog post and uh, a couple of uh, tweets that I put out saying that uh, we are going to launch Vazirx uh, soon and uh, we said we would be giving away our tokens our initial set of tokens to our users for free just for signing up uh, which uh, we have our uh, exchange token called wrx the idea was that if uh, early adopters uh, who try a product i've always believed this personally that uh, while founders and teams can build a product great product and uh, uh, you know launch it i i believe that uh, the number one uh way for a product to grow as its user base the initial set of users they make or break the product if you get the right kind of users using you initially they can actually help you uh grow your product and uh the best way to reward them in the whole crypto ecosystem is to give them your tokens not charge them not uh you know do an ICO in the beginning which was happening at the time when we launched I didn't want to get money from them I think them using our product in the beginning was uh you know, the biggest thing they could do for us. So why not give them your tokens for free? And that's how we started our uh, journey where we said we will give away our WRX tokens to the early adopters. And this surprisingly just uh, made us go uh, uh, viral in India, I would say. When we announced this, uh, I remember within the first week, we saw about 40,000 signups without anything. It's just this one announcement I made. And uh, we had a landing page where you could sign up. Uh, It just, uh, you know, uh, went viral out here. So that's how we started our journey. It was very interesting. Then about uh, 45 days after this, we launched our exchange.
0: Great, great. And uh, so far, how's been the journey? You've enjoyed it. Obviously, uh, India pulled out uh, uh, some tricks from their hat and and, uh, uh, abandoned all the crypto ships uh but but, but uh, are you are you are you still finding it difficult to do crypto in india or or and, and what is your plans with with, with yeah, expanding so, outside you know india? after we launch
1: um, yeah i'll i'll tell you the journey after that this was march 2018 we launched and uh, on april 6th 2018 uh, that was just 3 weeks after our launch uh, the reserve bank of india which is the central bank in india um they put out a s- announcement saying that all the banks in India should stop their uh, association with any of the uh, crypto related businesses. And uh, that included crypto exchanges. Uh, so we had about three months. We just launched. Uh, in three weeks, we see this circular and uh, our whole business dependent on the whole uh, uh, banking channels for uh, you know accepting fiat and allowing withdrawals of uh, fiat to people. Uh, so we had three months. We had to decide what to do. Uh, we saw uh, you know this rather than an adversity we saw it as an opportunity because now we were the old, uh the youngest exchange in india we were the last to launch so uh, we saw this as an opportunity where uh, the you know the uh, playing field was sort of leveled again for us where we could if we could innovate faster than the rest we knew we would grow and that's exactly what we did we un- understood what our users wanted and we built the world's first auto matching p2p system now the way this works is without us having a bank account we can still enable you to uh, you know deposit your fiat or withdraw uh, fiat into your bank account uh, it works a lot like your traditional uh, p2p systems where we match you with a buyer or a seller and you directly transfer the money to the other person's bank account instead of sending it to an exchange uh, but the a thing that we did differently what was all of this used to happen in a very automated way you do not have to like you know the traditional way where you do p2p is you go to a listing and search for uh, sellers and then you have to manually uh, contact each of these sellers and make the transfer Then that's a long process it might take a few hours to a day in the wazirx p2p system uh, we automatically match you based on your requirement let's say you want to buy one btc And there are five sellers who are together selling one BTC. We would automatically match it with your order. And then uh, all you have to do is just make those bank transfers. You don't have to do anything else. Uh, WazirX handles everything. And this, uh, you know, people loved this. This was never done before we launched. Nowhere in the world. Uh, Indians, everyone loved it because uh, uh, after we launched, uh, the time taken for you to, you know, buy crypto with your fiat was reduced to about 5 to 10 minutes. So even today, it's been about a year now since we've been running this uh, platform. Um, Our average time, 90% of the uh, P2P trades get done within uh, 5 to 7 minutes in India. So, you know, people don't feel like there's a banking ban uh, because the speed is still the same. But a lot of, uh, you know, I would say technology and a lot of hard work has gone to make that possible so uh yeah i think this was one of the major factors for us which gave us uh, the uh, strong uh, brand presence in india but apart from that the other thing that we did uh, very differently and i still talk about is uh, being very transparent with our users we regularly uh, post out updates i am really active on my twitter where i talk about what we are building uh, so that's been there the the third thing is uh, This is not more about our exchange, but more for the ecosystem in India. We, I, I launched a campaign called India Wants Crypto, uh, where every day I tweet to our uh, Prime Minister and our Finance Minister, requesting them to for an audience so that we can uh, talk about, uh, you know, tell them about crypto and why it is important uh, to regulate it positively instead of you know the banking uh, restrictions that we have in place in India today. Uh, it's been 300 and uh, i think uh, uh 27 days now um and I, i'll continue doing this till india positively regulates crypto i guess i and the community is supporting this in a big way so it's uh, it's a it's a good movement that has been started and uh, it's the number of people joining it and tweeting about it is increasing every day so yeah um uh, lots of things happening in india
0: <laughs> in the crypto sphere right yeah. I say so it's amazing and, and a couple of questions that, that I was going to ask you uh, you've already answered on on your p2p transfer facility as well as the India crypto uh, campaign that you're running I, I have I have three uh, questions on on the p2p transfers that you are running um, do you do you act as an escrow for 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 the individuals and and the companies Uh and and is there a restriction to any amount and and how do you scale this from here
1: yeah so um the first part you know the escrow what we do is we escrow the crypto uh, so uh, going a little back we uh, one of the things we did differently was uh, the p2p that we do we only allow you to you know uh, uh, buy and sell tether usdt and not a uh, uh, crypto like not btc or uh, you know ethereum we allow you only to buy and sell usdt on the p2p platform and once you have bought usdt on our p2p platform then you go to our crypto to crypto trading and you with that tether that you buy you can buy whatever you want you know bitcoin or ethereum the way this uh the the benefit of this is that the price fluctuations are at a minimum because uh, tether being a stable coin uh there's not a lot of price fluctuation and that helps us complete the trades uh, uh, you know without with minimum cancellation from either the buyer or the seller Uh, now when this trade happens we lock the tether of the seller so the buyer buyer can without any worries uh, transfer the money from the buyer's account bank account to the seller's bank account and once the seller tells us that they've received the money this escrow tether that we have we transfer it to the buyer's uh, wazirex wallet that's how the whole system works um uh, the second the amount restrictions yeah so currently um you can buy any amount but what we've done is uh, there's a maximum uh, transaction limit per transaction but there's no uh, limit on the number of transactions you can do in a day or uh, the amount of uh, you know uh, p2p trades you can do it's uh, as much as you want uh, the the per transaction is about 1500 dollars uh, and uh this we we are looking at uh, ways to increase this uh, it's not a trivial uh, problem to solve though because of a lot of banking restrictions in india because there are these uh you know transfer restrictions in india on how much you can transfer in a day uh, to another account but yeah uh, but there's no overall yeah. limit that's just a transaction limit that we place but you can buy as much as you want thus uh, the third question that you asked is uh, uh, scaling uh, how do we scale it from here um While it's working great in India, but, uh, you know, we're trying to constantly improve it. One of the things that we are working on now is how to increase the whole uh, per-transaction limit, what I told you. It's a very interesting uh, problem to solve, and we think it's solvable. So, from an India point of view, we're, uh, you know, solving for that. The second thing that we are working on is how do you scale the same technology, the P2P technology that we have, uh, globally? and uh, the reason being if you look at uh, you know the what's going to be the biggest way in which uh, we can bring in adoption for crypto uh, and i believe it's going to be uh, an easy way for people to convert their uh, fiat into crypto which is uh, you know you need these on ramps where i come with my fiat and i give it to an exchange or you know uh, a product and i get crypto in return now uh, if you look at the whole uh, uh, ecosystem, the developed nations like the US, UK, and a lot of uh, Japan, uh, there are amazing uh, on-ramps built already, large exchanges which allow you to do this. But if you look at developing nations, uh, including India and a lot of other uh, countries in South uh, Southeast Asia and Africa, there are not really uh, good on-ramps built out. And that's primarily because banking is a challenge in a lot of these countries. So since we face this challenge in India and we've solved for India, we believe that we can take the same technology to a lot more countries uh, without needing banking access. But in the process, we will be opening up uh, crypto to a lot more people and increasing the overall adoption of crypto across the world. So that's what we are focused on. And I think uh, we're going to launch in a few more countries soon and uh, work towards, you know, growing p2p in these countries as well great great
0: that's, that, that's a that's a good plan um, and and uh, any any particular country you have thought to so to a go few into days post- back
1: we've already done a soft launch in about uh, five to six countries uh, Russia Indonesia uh, Ukraine and a few other countries but this is uh, you know I wouldn't say it's a launch it's more of uh, to understand the market to understand what people want and uh our te- my team is doing that right now we're also looking for um uh, local team members in each of these countries uh, so if someone's listening to this podcast uh, sorry Sankal, i'm
0: just plugging in uh you know uh, uh, I, we have an exchange as well but uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to to push uh, this cause and and push uh, and help you a network across the globe. Thanks. Uh, which, which so, yeah, the, the thing is,
1: you know, the about. hard part that I have seen is uh, not the technology or the product because we have that. It's about, uh, you know, crypto is such that you trust your uh people around you rather than you know a foreigner or an outsider so if we want to help with the whole uh, fiat to crypto in different countries we need people from those countries uh, to you know join us and help us in this cause so yeah i think uh, we're looking for the right people in each of these countries that's the uh, you know i would say biggest barrier for me at least personally right now so yeah uh, that's about it but i think i think uh, we all need to solve this uh, you know you as everyone has to solve this whole um, um problem of on ramps i don't know if you're in the on ramps business but in general i think on ramps is uh neglected due to the hard uh regulatory conditions across the world but if everyone shies away from it then uh, adoption will never happen yeah i'm looking at uh that part at least me and my team we are focus on the crypto adoption from a fiat to crypto uh point of view
0: that's great we we, we recently launched uh uh, fiat on ramps in in two currencies and four more coming very soon. Uh, and I know how painful that has been. We're also launching a card solution next week, uh, and and we 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 have this P two P solution that you mentioned in our wallet already in Cost Wallet, um, uh, where where you can you can you can uh, uh, do do people to people local bitcoins kind of transfers. Uh, so, so I know how I know how painful this is, and we carry the same agenda: uh, mass adoption, mass adoption, mass adoption. Uh, uh, but, but, but carrying on, Nishal, uh, this is this is uh, getting very interesting. Uh, I think I think, uh, given you are in India, given uh, you are facing a lot of regulatory wrath, uh, I think the listeners would want to know what is the current regulatory stance. Because you are that one person who's been meeting uh, with a lot of uh, ministers recently. Uh, you've been tweeting and talking to a lot of uh, industry uh, ministers. Uh, recently, you met uh, uh, the NASCOM guys and, and MP uh, Mr. Rajiv. Um, and, and obviously, you, you, have, you have been in the thick and thin of this. So what is, what is your uh, take uh, or what is the factual situation of of crypto in India today, and 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 how do you think the ministers and the government is taking this? Yeah, uh,
1: so it's a very you uh, know in, in India I think it's very similar to how it is in uh, the rest of the world where crypto is not yet regulated. Uh, the government hasn't come up with anything uh, positive or negative about crypto. They are uh, still watching what to do in the sector and uh, uh, but what has happened in India uh, which is far worse than the rest of the other countries is our central bank uh, you know took a step ahead in a negative direction where they uh, prevented any crypto business from having bank accounts so that is the biggest negative in India um, then the Indian government had set up a committee in 2017 December 2017 to come up with some recommendations on, uh, you know, crypto so that uh, our leaders, uh, you know, the elected representatives can go through these uh, uh, reports and then take a call whether, how how to regulate crypto. Now, this committee uh, came up with the whole uh, report about uh, two to three months ago. Uh, and the, the, the problem with that report is that report is, uh, you know, it takes a very, uh, I would say, Um, myopic approach on uh, what crypto is it uh, only uh, talks about crypto as a currency or as a payment instrument and uh, completely avoids the whole um, use cases of crypto apart from payments Uh, for example it does not talk about uh, you know crypto being used as an asset or as a utility or anything else it just talks about crypto as a payment and when they look at crypto as a payment they see it as a competitor to the INR. And uh, when you start seeing something as a competitor to the INR, INR is the Indian rupee. Uh, the, the problem that crops up is that developing countries like India and a lot of other countries uh, will rigorously protect their uh, INR, their uh, uh, fiat, because you know it's important to the economy, obviously. And um, so what has happened is the report has taken a negative view of uh, crypto because they see it as a competitor to fiat and uh, because of this the report suggests a complete ban on cryptocurrency in india because they are afraid that if crypto is allowed in india then uh, you know it will someday probably replace the inr or uh, destabilize the economy and all this stuff Um, when i read this report i know i was just surprised that uh, some uh, you know the direction that has gone into and uh, and the problem is that uh, it they have the the committee that made this report has not contacted or spoken to any of us none of the ecosystems and a lot of these uh, uh stuff in that report is picked up from uh, you know uh, media news and stuff it's not even uh, you know they've not spoken to the community i'll give a simple example the report talks about a ban in china And I think, uh, you know, everyone knows about a ban in China. But when you talk to people in China, when you actually uh, understand what is happening in China, uh, China has not really banned cryptocurrencies. They are in a similar situation where... uh, banking access does not exist but you can absolutely do otcs you can do p2p in china you are not uh, there's no one who's been uh, you know uh, termed a criminal in china for holding cryptocurrencies or uh, that you know people have to be afraid of the uh, government of uh, you know putting them behind bars so it's not a ban Similarly, but in India, this report tells that there's a ban in China. So we should also ban it. We should punish people. Uh, They even recommend a 10-year jail sentence for holding cryptocurrencies. And uh, when this report came out, a lot of people started uh, getting paranoid. They thought that this is the law. But uh, honestly, that's just a report. And it's a suggestion which uh, will now be probably read by our leaders. Now, we as a community, our objective is to ensure that our leaders get the right viewpoints from the community as well because if we do not talk then this uh, report becomes the holy grail of crypto in india and uh, we cannot see that happen because it's uh you know it's it only provides one phase of crypto which is payments so what i'm doing right now with a few others from the community is trying to meet as many leaders as possible that's the objective that uh you know meet as many leaders uh, tell them about crypto if they do not know about it Tell them about all the use cases, all the possibilities and, uh, you know, explain to them how India being a technology uh, country, uh, like historically we've grown and thrived on as a technology, uh, you know, technologically enabled nation. I think uh, ignoring, banning or uh, not getting involved with crypto will be detrimental to the growth of our nation. And we have so many talented people in India, you know. So, uh, uh, and everyone's in, into technology. <laughs> virtually everyone out here knows and understands technology. So, I think uh, denying access to crypto, crypto technology, crypto opportunities to Indians will be detrimental to our growth. And I'm doing this. Uh, you spoke about uh, Mr. Rajiv Chandrasekhar that I met recently. The uh, the uh, You know, the best part about meeting him, he, uh, I didn't have... Uh, Me or my uh, uh, colleagues, we went there. We didn't have to convince him. He already knew about, you know, blockchain and crypto, the use cases and, uh, you know, why it's going to be important. And uh, his biggest thing was that, you know, let's forget everything else about blockchain. But the thing is, it's one of the most innovative technologies of the decade and India should not stay away from it. So he said he's going to, uh, you know, try to help us and guide us in the right direction. He said ultimately it's on us to you know convince everyone. But he's going to open up channels, he's going to provide avenues for us to make this happen, which is very much needed because we are not people who've been into the into the whole uh, government stuff and everything. This is the first time I'm doing something like this, to be honest. I've always been a technologist, just focusing on product and growth and everything. So, you know, it was a welcome change. To um, uh, meet him, and uh, you know, it, it is amazing to meet a leader who is so pro innovation. I think uh, we need uh, more people like him uh, who look at technology um, as a means to growth and opportunities rather than you know, uh, something that's. Uh, come there to destroy everything else. So, yeah, I think um, it's going to be interesting uh, going ahead from where we are now. Uh, We are seeing, uh, you know, our leaders opening up to communication with us, which is how, uh, you know, I think we'll be able to spread the right information about crypto in India. So, yeah, let's see. I think
0: that's really amazing uh, coming from, from him, that, that uh, and what you're saying that he's always uh, already aware of what and uh, what, what, are, what are the use cases of blockchain and how blockchain could lead the way. Um, and I've always said, uh, you know, when, when China working on their own digital currencies and, and corporates, non sovereigns coming up with their own stable coins and currencies, uh, Rwanda even working on it, Venezuela, Argentina, e Swiss franc, everybody working on their own currencies, we are just being left behind again and it's a pity when when almost um, i would say uh, obviously i don't know the exact numbers but 25 30% of the entire blockchain tech is, is still happening in india and and new uh, companies like yourself uh, new people like you and me indians are uh, coming up and and pushing the case uh, Matic, uh, for example or or other exchanges for that matter uh, you know do, doing so very well in this space and we could easily lead this race we have we have proven that with the likes of uh, PayTMs and mobiquicks and free charges and swiggies of the world and i think i think blockchain and ai could could be much much bigger than that but but like like anything else you need government support and and i think uh, this is where government can also make their mark uh, towards a very progressive uh, environment, a progressive thinking, uh, technology-oriented uh, message that could go out, uh, uh, and and I, and I think all this you are doing a commendable job. Uh, every day, every day we see a post from you. Uh, we we are all with you in this. So 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 this is this is really great. Well
1: done. Thanks and yeah, I agree with everything that you're saying. Like you know, there are some amazing projects coming out of India, uh, Matic being one of those. Uh, you know, uh, which has done really well. And uh, you know, think, come to think of it, uh, all of this uh, that you spoke about is happening despite such harsh regulatory environment. So imagine what happens if uh, you know uh, the Indian government listens to us and uh, uh, I would say encourages rather than. Uh, being uh you know not being uh, uh, not supportive right now but if they start encouraging just encouraging people i think uh, you know a lot more uh, uh, projects are going to come out of india in the blockchain space and a lot more innovation will happen uh, through for the ecosystem in general so, yeah i think I, i'm hoping the same that let, let's hope the indian government hears us out uh here's the community out and uh you know uh gets into uh, blockchain and crypto rather than staying away from Absolutely, it right yeah. now and this I think is government is time Look at to get involved rather than and you the know.
0: payment systems uh, upis and beams of the world i think we have done very well as as uh, a fintech uh, environment in india in fact if you go around and, and i know you travel just like me uh, uh, you, you, you 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 the indian fintech system is is so far ahead of the world and I think we could do the same in blockchain and AI, and I think that is when when you when you raise crowdfire. fire uh, coming back to crowdfire Nishal, how how was the experience and 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 when the apis were pulled by other uh, giants um, what was your biggest learning from from that so, uh, you know venture
1: i think uh, i i most of what i learned in my initial years was uh, all thanks to my work on CrowdFire. i learned how to you know scale a product globally how to uh, build an amazing world class product um, but the experience of uh, APIs being pulled and changed uh, you know that taught me that you, sure you can build on top of others but you know the whole centralization Eventually, the problem is that um, when uh, these platforms that you build on top of, when they have to monetize themselves and because ultimately they're uh, businesses, they have to give returns to their shareholders, they'll do whatever it takes to make revenue. And uh, at that time, uh, people who build on top of their platforms are the last priorities for them. I mean, I mean they, they only care about revenues, they'll care about their user base, but they will never care about the developer ecosystem. And, uh, time and again, we've seen this. You know, you look at, look back in history, there's always cases of, uh, products getting cut off from the platforms they build on top of. Now, the only way to prevent this is to build on top of decentralized systems. Uh, you know, you build any product today on top of a decentralized system. Uh, there's not going to be someone who's going to send you an email saying, Hey, you cannot access, you know, let's say, And uh, You cannot write smart contracts on Ethereum anymore. You don't have to listen to someone. You don't have to ask permission. And that's the beauty of permissionless. And I would say, um, you know, this is something I I think uh, for all the developers out there, if you want to build on top of something, I think uh, getting into decentralization, into blockchains is the way forward. Uh, um, and this is early days so there's a lot more opportunities to uh, attempt new stuff but yeah if you're going to build on centralized systems be ready for them to um, probably push you out when it comes about um, making money you know who makes money ultimately it's going to be the platforms on top of which you have built they would always want to make money before you do and if you're on their way they're going to you know push you aside yeah that's been my biggest learning i think
0: yep yep, yep. and talking of uh, uh, centralized decentralized uh, blockchain platforms uh, what is your favorite blockchain company uh, today um, uh, see I don't do, I think projects. I think everyone's
1: doing a lot of good work I don't want to pick any one in particular um, because if you look at it it's never going to be uh, you know in silo it's not never going to be one company doing it all this is an ecosystem that has to be built up because I know uh, look at something um uh, as simple as a stable coin where uh, you know it's about creating a token and just uh, getting bank deposits and all there's a lot of work obviously but still if you look at stable coins we see the importance of that today it's so much important uh, to uh, you know for people to just uh, if they want to hold their wealth uh, where they don't want any fluctuation they can just move to a stable coin and just wait there um uh, from there to maybe let's take for example uh, all these wallet apps that are being built where people want to uh, hold their money and then they don't want to uh, trust a centralized system they can just move to a decentralized wallet uh, uh, i think everything in this ecosystem everything is it's like those building blocks uh you cannot pick one block over the other because everything else crumples down so i think uh, i don't want to pick one but i think everyone's doing amazing work um been there's also this whole um, new blockchains being built i'm very excited i can tell you about what i'm ex- excited to see now next hour. personally i've been doing a lot I'm, I'm excited about two things uh of course there's this whole other uh is one of them decentralized enough like libra i'm i'm excited about libra um, not so much from a, a decentralization point of view but more from an adoption point of view more from an awareness point of view if uh, libra comes in uh you know, suddenly you go from uh, a blockchain being probably niche or, uh, 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 you know, uh, for a particular section of the world today to everyone in the world. And uh, that will be possible if Libra just, you know, uh, happens and uh, hopefully it happens next year. The second one is uh, the uh, the blockchain by uh, Tron, uh, uh, Ton, sorry, um, the Telegram blockchain, Ton, T-O-N. I think that's going to be The other thing that I'm very excited about because Telegram has a a huge community of uh, crypto enthusiasts uh, uh, all day they're spending on Telegram. So if Telegram comes up with an amazing uh, blockchain solution and finds a use case, there's a a greater chance of, uh, you know, adoption, uh, mass adoption over there as well. I think I'm very excited about these two. Apart from, you know, all the scaling uh, layer to se- solutions being built, there's a lot of them. But these two, I think I'm very excited about. They have a uh, mass adoption at the core of their, what they're building right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing. I, I, I have closely followed Ton and, and I'm with you. But how, however, I, I have a diff- slightly different take um, uh, uh, if, if I look at uh, how EOS has panned out, and more recently how hadera is is going on uh, the hash graph, and if I if I have to uh, e- extrapolate that to uh, Ton, uh, I, I, I think in the end everything boils down to two things: one is users, 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 and one is uh, trust among those users towards any protocol or any business, for that matter, any stable coins, sovereign, non-sovereign. Um, I think that that will take a long, long time. And and although I'm not a maximalist or, or a big fan of uh, uh, anyone in particular, uh, uh, but but I think I think Ethereum with 99% of the developers today. Uh, still wins the race and continues to build amazing DeFi products. Uh, it'll be very difficult to move from Ethereum to something else. Uh, obviously, Bitcoin, Bitcoin being Bitcoin and totally decentralized and probably the only decentralized one out there, uh, wins wins hands down. But, but in terms of uh, users and products, uh, I'll be very s- skeptical about all these new technologies coming up, and then when uh, you have solutions like Matic on the side chain, and when you have uh, Ethereum coming up with their own new uh, uh, systems uh, uh, early next year, I think I think that could be a great infrastructural improvement for for everything. Um, well, never say never. Uh, we'll we'll see how this all pans out.
1: I hear you. I think you know if, if you look at um, the old if if new blockchains the only purpose is to let's say uh beat ethereum or build a better ethereum i don't think that's going to happen i think the better ethereum is going to be ethereum itself but if there are blockchains built with new use cases or new you know uh, stuff that's never been possible or done on ethereum i think they have a better chance of uh probably you know uh, succeeding at what they're doing so yeah i think uh i'm with you in terms of where i see ethereum going i think they're just going to improve themselves over time uh and uh, i don't personally believe that i can build a, a new blockchain saying that you know ethereum gives you x transactions per second and this new blockchain gives you uh a 10x so you should move no one's going to move uh but i think if i can tell you that you can do abc on ethereum but on this new blockchain you can do def then probably those very developers who have built on Ethereum are going to build, uh, you know, new products and stuff for this new blockchain. So something like that is where I, I see uh, growth for the ecosystem happening. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So talking of uh, Ethereum and Bitcoin and so many blockchains, what is your price prediction for Bitcoin in the next six months, and the next 12 months?
1: <laughs> I, think, I think I'll be the last person to give price predictions. Um, but you know i i think if you look at a long term view i think six months to 12 months uh, whatever it's um you know i i don't look at six to 12 months but if i look at uh, a few years down the line i think uh you if you just hold bitcoin or hodl uh, uh long enough I, I, we're going to see it uh, cross hundred thousand dollars i'm pretty sure about that i i don't want to put up a timeline to it but uh, you know rather than a timeline if you are about price that is uh, then just hodl till it reaches 100k and forget all the uh, blips and uh, peaks and uh, you know uh, stuff in between it's just uh, things that happen on the way to a final destination so uh, i'm looking at 100k personally Uh, when i don't know Uh, but i know it will happen (laughs) let's see when it happens
0: that'll be amazing you know even if that happens in in or three years five years or even 10 years uh, we're looking at a 10x return from here yes uh, which exactly is, and, and no other asset today can give you that
1: absolutely and i uh, so yeah uh, you know that's a good point no other asset i think all of this is in comparison to what exists you know what are our alternatives what are our cho- choices that we can make where we want to get in a 10x return um I think personally, if I uh, there are these uh, startup investments you could do, but not everyone gets access. Um, today, anywhere in the world, if someone can invest in a 10x stuff and 10x, 10X asset class, I think that's going to be Bitcoin. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think in opportunity, it's equal opportunities for anyone anywhere in the world to invest in a 10x asset class. That's going
0: to be Bitcoin. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking at 10x myself absolutely and 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 uh, uh, you, you know we are we are humans uh, we're all greedy uh, and and uh, even if you look today the biggest use case of uh, blockchain and bitcoin is speculation for the last 10 years uh, you know, that, that's not necessarily a bad thing because most of the new tech and new things start that way with human greed uh, until they become so popular and so prevalent that that they become the, the the technology of the day. Uh, yeah, I, so, I mean, so.
1: or or for all you know, uh, you know this might be the perfect use case. Um, you know, you look at gold, you look at any asset. Most of these assets are uh, driven by speculation or demand and supply. Yeah, probably that's how Bitcoin is headed. And I think I don't see anything wrong in that. To be honest, I think I think it's a good thing.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Like you know, there's nothing wrong. The entire Wall Street is driven by greed and fear, so <laughs> exactly. wrong with that. So who's who's? Uh, I know, I know you're very active on Twitter, uh, uh, and and a lot of lot of people love you on, on Twitter. But who is your favorite Twitter person? ah uh, i uh, <laughs> i think
1: i uh, there are a lot of them but uh, if i was to pick one so you know my my favorites keep changing with time and situations um okay. uh, uh, you know first it used to be um, uh gary v uh, i I, he, I think he's uh, an amazing motivational uh, person so when i uh, initial days of my starting up and stuff i used to listen to a lot of uh, his uh, uh videos and uh, his i read his tweets and all i still do so it started with him and then eventually gradually as i uh you know progressed into this uh, uh it it's become i, I would say novel i think uh his thought process and everything is uh bang on and now uh in uh, uh since i've become i've gotten into blockchain uh i've been uh you know reading or hearing a lot from um uh, Uh, balaji uh, he was a cto of coinbase before and uh i I think uh whoever's listening they should uh, hear his podcast uh there was a recent interview he gave uh some amazing thoughts and insights on the whole blockchain space and i think uh uh, you know these are the three people i think uh, they're really amazing in their own
0: uh, uh, lane and i think everyone should uh, probably listen to stuff from them I, I must tell my listeners that uh, Nawal Ravikant is my favorite, all time favorite. Um, I I I keep on listening to him on on a repeat. <laughs> and Balaji definitely on the blockchain side is such a intelligent person. is is amazing. And and what is done with Earn and what is done with Coinbase and come out and, and and I sense and I I I sense he's trying to do something. Uh, he's not disclosed, obviously. But but he's up to something again.
1: Yeah, it'll be great to see, you know, uh, what he comes up with next. And I hope, definitely, I hope he comes up with something in this space. Um, it, it'll be, you know, a great uh, addition to the ecosystem, I guess, whatever he builds.
0: Nishal, you, you've obviously had a very, very fancy life uh, in the sense that you have, you've had uh, extreme uh, experiences, uh, which, which uh, make it the man. Uh, and and uh, uh you have you have learned a lot and you have been in different businesses as well uh on the tech side uh you you've definitely grown grown as a person and and if somebody was to uh you know let's say write a book on you what what would be the name of that book a book about your life <laughs> i i think i think it's uh, too early to think of that but
1: um I think persistence, you know, I, I, the title would be persistence. I, th- I think I've been good at that. Uh, when I pick something, uh, I get after it and I want to solve it one way or the other. And uh, that's what I've been doing uh, with all my startups. My first startup, uh, Crowdfire, was all about helping individuals and small, medium businesses grow themselves online. Um, now it's about helping get people from you know fiat to crypto and uh, it's not an easy journey when you start up um, and it's easy to give up so i've been persistent and uh, i've seen over a period of time persistence eventually pays up pays off if you're doing the right thing so yeah i think the book would just be titled persistent <laughs> and I, I, let's see where this persistence for uh, you know crypto goes it'll be interesting
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, like they say, you continue doing something for ten years, and you suddenly an overnight start. Absolutely. <laughs> great, great. Very, very good to hear that. Um, uh, Nishal, it's been it's been lovely speaking with you. Uh, 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 we want to end up this this podcast with you asking me one question, and and then we can we can go grab some online crypto beers. Uh, yeah uh, so i think what i would want
1: to know um since you've been in the space as well um what how do you see this so there are two thoughts to this or uh, do you see this as being you know the whole the next phase of crypto as being like one bang uh and mass adoption or do you see it as like you know a slow and steady uh gradual uh way forward and for whatever your answer is uh, why do you think it to be in that direction. Uh,
0: great, great. I, I, I have, I think, done a PhD on that topic uh, with, with uh, many ventures in blockchain. Um, uh, and and uh, we tried to build a massive, uh, mass adoption ecosystem last year, uh, which included uh, Lala World, Lala Lens, Lala uh, 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 Wallet, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but but I think we were uh, a little bit too early in, in in the mass adoption side of things. Um, as as I look today, uh, I think I think speculation is still the biggest use case, uh, which has which has enticed a lot of crypto or new crypto guys to come in. Uh, the second use case that is popping up today is is interest income, be it centralized lending like. Uh, uh celsius or or blockfi or or obviously the the, the decentralized ones makerdao compound dharma etc uh, uh that that is uh, the, these are the only two big use cases around uh rest everybody's trying to either build infrastructure or keeping their fingers crossed that theirs is the next use case uh, in such a scenario i think i think there would be a third, fourth, fifth, sixth use case, one by one, one by one. And suddenly, you will see all the use cases come together, either through uh, these new infrastructures that we are beginning or uh, building or, or through uh, uh, some technological improvement uh, or, or through a new uh, AI revolution. Um, but, but, but what I'm trying to say is that it would be, it would be slow and steady, not a bang um uh, but but that slow and steady wouldn't be uh like like the combustion engine which took 30 years from 1910 to 1940 to come into relevance or or the wright brothers airplane which took 50 years but this time it would be uh possibly uh, five-ish years from now
1: Go ahead. yeah i think a lot of that makes sense um uh- Especially, I like the part where you said uh, it's a you know it's going to be this with a mix of uh, you know technology like probably AI or uh, you know something else because um, if you look at the internet also, I think the biggest adoption happened uh, when mobile phones came in, and you know you had uh, internet and mobile and everyone had it suddenly. So probably, yeah, you never know. <laughs> there might be a complementary technology to uh, crypto that's uh, probably yet to come or is in the making already.
0: Let's say. That's true. I think one one good thing about crypto industry is that everybody wants to partner here. People are not working in silos. Um, there is still a, a spirit of that blockchain that let's let's work together uh, wherever you go. And and that I think uh, is is very important. Uh, and and pushing uh, yeah
1: absolutely I think uh, 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 you know that stems from the whole uh, I would say the ethos of whole uh, decentralization and blockchain is about inclusion rather than exclusion and you very much see that in that in the entire ecosystem Uh, I never thought of it until you just said that but I think that's how this is Uh, because it's inclusion not exclusion I think everyone just inherently wants to help each other
0: yeah yeah Nishal, thank you so much. It was it was amazing talking to you. I think we've recorded a record where we've recorded our longest podcast uh, so far in season one, uh, and and uh, and the reason is because it was a very interesting uh, conversation with you. So thank you once again, and I will I will talk to you soon. Uh, looking forward to recording one again in a few months uh, when we have more Hulchal. Uh, For sure,
1: Sankalp, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, It it was amazing, uh, you know, uh, having this discussion with you. And yeah, let's hope to get on another one very soon. Hold up.